0: The Fremont Local Food Hub podcast is all about promoting local food and healthy eating. And the Lander Body Works helps our clients continue that healthy lifestyle. Lander Body Works is a fitness studio located at 605 Main Street in Lander. They offer a variety of exercise options, including spin classes, TRX, personal training, and much, much, much more. Follow them on LanderBodyWorks.com and like their Facebook page. This is Jack Schmidt with the Riverton Local Food Hub podcast. The Local Food Hub was established to try to get local food back into the community. As most people know, our food system has changed drastically since the Second World War to where very little of what we eat is actually grown in our community. And what is grown leaves the community, is processed somewhere else, intermingled with food from all over the world, and then shipped back, sometimes two or 3,000 miles. And you know what you feel like when you have a big trip. Well, that food gets tired, too. And so there's consequences for doing that. There's also benefits for eating local. And a lot of people can list them. A lot of people think it's a lot more healthy. A lot of people think that they like to keep the money in the community. For me, it's the flavor. You can't beat that fresh, and fresh means it's got to come local. So that's what we do at the Riverton Local Food Hub podcast is try to explain what we're doing at the Hub. Now, last week, if you'll remember, we were working with Consumer Health, and we finally got our license. Yes, we were able to write the check for the $100, and we are legit now. The airport cafe is open and the community kitchen is available for rent. So if anybody has an idea that they want to explore, that they need the commercial kitchen to use, give us a call or go to the website or the Facebook. We'll be glad to help you. That's what we're here for. Also, the city is requiring that we have a restaurant to service the people on the uh, air traffic coming in and out of the airport and also the local community. So starting in Monday, we baked a bunch of cinnamon rolls and we're having what we call a, a soft opening this week. And it's been, it's been exciting. Uh, we didn't, we just opened the doors and just served cinnamon rolls and coffee and it's good coffee. It's brown sugar coffee from down here. Amanda Henry roasts it. So it's roasted about three miles from where you're drinking it, and it's good stuff. Quality is what we want to give, and, and local is good quality. So we've had really good cinnamon rolls baked by a young man out here on the reservation. He does a wonderful job. So it's been a good week of conversation and sweet rolls. Now, tomorrow on Saturday, we'll go to the full menu. We'll have hamburgers, we'll have biscuits and gravy, so everybody come up. The limiting factor we're finding right now on the, on the hub in general and the restaurant specifically is just what everybody said, is the labor. It's a hard, hard deal to find people that are able to work uh, at restaurant jobs. So if you know anybody that, that uh, wants to have a good time, We'll try to pay a decent wage, and really, we don't. Uh, we let's let, let's be real blunt. This would be a perfect, perfect opportunity for a senior citizen, because it works not very hard, and there's a lot of visiting and a lot of kibbitsin'. So, if you know somebody that that needs uh, something to do in the in the mornings, it's from six in the morning and two in the afternoon. We need a cook and a waitress, and they got to be able to get along with me. So, if you fit those capabilities. Come see us. So today we're talking with Amanda Goddard from, uh, she's with County 10, but of course she's our secretary That's for right. the Riverton local food hub. And we want to talk a little bit since we're going now. We got, Amanda, we got, we got our license. Yep. We spent our $100. It's happening. We got it on the, yes. Oh, and by the way, I don't know if I've I told you this or not. I'll tell the, I want to tell the, word of the world this because it's a. Uh, it's a humorous story, and it kind of shows that that there's a lot of roadblocks to getting into any business. Now it's a uh, I'm not criticizing anybody here, but what happened is that after uh, there was quite a bit of publicity, they went out when we got our when we got our uh, uh, license. and uh, uh, of course, a lot of people heard it and the phone rang about an hour after we got it, and a nice lady said, well this is this is such and such and I heard you're opening a restaurant at the airport. And I, boy, I was so proud. I thought, wow, it, <laughs> word's out. And here, it's starting now. I, yes, ma'am. And we sure did. She said, well, I'm with the Wyoming Department of Revenue. Do you have your sales tax number yet?
1: <laughs> you're all excited. <laughs> anyway well I haven't, oh, We hadn't made a us. dime
0: yet. it's going to cost another $60 to get the, to get registered. So I I, I think that kind of brings up, and I'm not criticizing this lady because that's her job. She has to get the sales tax. By the way, she's, she, she showed me the rules for, for sales tax and it's six pages. You would think it wouldn't be that complicated, but it really is. Uh, It's intimidating. And that's what we want to do at the hub. And I want to talk about the uh, shared kitchen part of the hub today if we could, because it really is intimidating for people that want to open a business, whatever it is, they want to make wedding cakes, they want to make some yeah. kind of a thing. And, well, and I
1: think some of that intimidation factor probably keeps people from pursuing it, or even just seeing if it's an option,
0: even. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I hope we can do at the uh, at the uh, uh, shared kitchen. And by the way, I really don't think they're, I think we're kind of the first Jamie Purcell and, and Casper is getting hers up and going, but she's not as far along as, you know, we're ready. Well, we're almost ready. We've got, look, we've got a meeting next Tuesday to finalize our policies, to <laughs> yep. figure out what, how we're going to do things and make sure we're totally legal. But Jamie's we're not- all
1: on the same page. <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, Powell, I think, has got a kitchen started, but I don't know how far away they are. There's quite a few of these things around the country. But every different – every jurisdiction has different uh, rules and regulations. So that's what we want to do is become knowledgeable enough about those to help people and kind of guide them through.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think it's amazing, too, just even some of the people that we've already talked to who kind of know what certain – they know their realm of regulations, such as, like, the health inspector and stuff, or the kitchen inspector, you know, and how – Um, people are willing to advise and consult and things like that. You know, Joe said that he would come talk to whoever he needed to to kind of help them understand, like, what works for their business. Exactly. So that's pretty cool that he offered to talk to anyone at any time, whenever.
0: It really is. And he said that there's there's, uh, – actually, there's different products. Depending on the product that's going to be made, there might be a different inspector. Yeah. For that product, and there's yeah. certainly a different set of rules.
1: Yeah. It's way more complex when you start getting closer and closer to it.
0: <laughs> it really is. And that I really think that limits, just like you just said, Amanda, that really limits the individual initiative because it is. You get out there, and then, w- number one, you see this you know pile of regulations that you have to apply, and then you see the fees that go along with it, and it's pretty easy to just throw your hands up and say, well... Heck with this! I'm going to go work for the post office. Nothing wrong with the post office, but you know no, I'm going to yeah, I'm going to find yeah. I'm going to Something stay else. exactly exactly. Yep. So we what we want to do is is really encourage individual entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. and, and that's what. So if if the kitchens basically by Tuesday we'll have our policy down, we'll know what we're doing, and the kitchen will be ready to go. So anybody, whatever it is, we've had some awful good. The number one guy. Is the that that wants to go is uh, uh, Joel Wyatt the Cheesecake? Everybody knows him as the Cheesecake. guy.
1: Yes, it, who doesn't know the Cheesecake guy? <laughs> <laughs> I think we ran into his mom uh, one time downtown. I think she had a shirt and it said, "The Mom of the Cheesecake Guy" or something like that. It was brilliant.
0: <laughs> but he said, you know, last time I talked to him at the last farmer's market, he had several orders for companies that want to give cheesecake away for Christmas presents. Mm. And holiday what a great yes. idea. Yeah. Now, now to do that, he's gotta have a yeah, I see yeah. the wheels turning there's a lot of wheels turning out there right now in there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people think, Wow, that'd be cool. Oh, look at that. Yeah. 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 And yeah. so that's exactly what we wanna do is make it to where he can, he can use our facility to get started. And then as he progresses uh and becomes an economically viable business he can go out and build his own kitchen yeah. and when and, and we can show him the the template for that
1: yeah so well, it's- and he'll already know kind of an idea of what he needs and have the contacts and we'll have contacts too that people he needs to reach out to and so exactly, yeah,
0: exactly. So that's what, and maybe we might get some cheesecake out of it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so for you entrepreneurs out there, if you got some ideas, that's that's our uh, in this hub. That's our first spoke is that shared kitchen, and of course the other spoke that we're doing right away is the restaurant. Now that's required by the city; they want food service at the airport, and that's got. Kind of, I, I, from what they say, we're the only airport now in Wyoming that has a restaurant, so we are really? unique. Yes, nice. yes. <laughs> so we've started that, and that's uh, uh it's another opportunity for people that want to. Maybe you want you If there's somebody who wants to get in the restaurant business, come on up, stay with us. We'll walk you through it. You can, you know, uh, certainly hold your hand and show you everything that there is to do. And there is a lot. There's a lot of. of Eyes uh, to dot and T's to cross, in in this uh, in this bureaucratic melee. But since we're doing it, we want to help other people that might want to do it
1: too. Yeah, and we're already kind of working our way through the process, and it's intimidating. I think maybe by yourself, but we're going through it too. We eventually will have already made a lot of the networking that needs to be done, and we can kind of point you in the right direction. Exactly. And that's the whole point is to kind of help just guide you to who you need to talk to and what some of the things you should be thinking about are maybe it's, I don't know, insurance or something like that, you know? And so you're not alone in it basically.
0: Or just seeing that your product is viable. That's, that's a big part is food. We've talked about this a lot in our food system and let's call it commodity food. in, in the, in the big Picture, food is so cheap. These big companies can, they got the economies of scale, they can make food so cheap. Sometimes it's just not practical to, to, to compete with them. But uh, my wife came back from Maine uh, on Monday and she brought a suitcase full of potato chips. That there's a little company <laughs> in Maine that's, of course, they grow a lot of potatoes in Maine. And so they started making, this little family started making potato chips. And they got all kinds of different flavors, and the kids sit there and cut the, you know, cut them up, and then they, and they make them. And I thought, wow, what a great idea! And it is a viable thing uh, for them to compete with the big guys. And then I find out there's we've got a young man right now here at Sweet Surprises has been making potato chips for several weeks and doing oh, really? a heck of a job. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So there's no reason. Yeah. I mean, maybe this will plant a seed. That, that comes along, and I'll guarantee if 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 you or I are in a convenience store and we got the choice between Kitty Clover and or whoever the hell makes potato chips anymore, and, <laughs> and and this guy, we're gonna buy this guy's even if it's a little higher, won't we?
1: Oh yeah, yep, definitely.
0: That's what that's what we're finding with this is 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 I think that local that demand for local food, everybody uh, everybody's positive to it. Yeah. So we just got to find out. Well, the price points
1: there's good vibes you know the person you want to support them and and it, it really does i think it tastes different and especially when they're homemade like you're just you just can't compare it's i don't know it, it really it, it really is no,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> it really is <laughs> well amanda i appreciate it so we want to invite everybody up to the restaurant and, and if you got an idea that will work or you think might work that you need the the uh, incubator kitchen then get a hold of us and we would be glad to help that's what we're here for yep also let's talk a little bit more about some other spokes what do you think that might be coming along one of them we hope is the egg grading thing right
1: yeah i'm excited by that yeah i think it's really neat and the fact that there's so many restaurants who are already like begging for eggs and i mean everyone knows that like every other one out of three families has chickens. It feels like <laughs> I think every and everyone's family trying is. to get rid of their eggs and <laughs> restaurants want them desperately. So, so let's, a, let's
0: explain what the, what the deal is here right now in Wyoming, there is somebody told me the other day that Fremont County has got more chickens than it, now. How the devil do They know <laughs> that I don't, is there a chicken sensor? Uh, who counts the chickens? I don't know. But anyway, the statistics out there that we got more laying hands than any other county and the, In the state, anyway, we do know we got eggs, but you cannot. Now I can sell chicken. I can sell eggs to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, The stores can sell. You can take your eggs down to Wind River or wherever, and then they can sell them to the consumer. But I can't sell them. Well, I can't buy them at at the restaurant and fix them for people. Or Rowena can't buy them, and she wants to. You know, they because because of consumer health, those eggs have to be graded and inspected. And there are no inspection stations in the state of Wyoming. So, in right all of Wyoming, in all of Wyoming. That's what I understand. Wow. I've asked several times, and they tell me that there's no, uh, and it's not a big deal. You go to class for a little while, and then you take a flashlight, and you look at the egg, and you, you know, and then you weigh it, and that's it. It's not rocket science. Mm-hmm. But so the reason it hasn't happened commercially yet is that eggs again are so gosh darn cheap. I checked the price at the at the at Cisco and it's it's like 8 cents a piece. I mean it's just ridiculously low. So, you know, will people pay four times more for a local egg? I think they will. I will, you know. Yeah. Uh so that's that's this is a social experiment. We'll see if people if that'll happen. So that's what one thing we're going to encourage at the at the hub. We've got a certified kitchen which is required. Uh, and, and maybe a 4-H group or an FFA group might want to get together and form a little uh, business where they could have that bring the eggs up, grade them, and then we could set them up on a wholesale deal, whatever, and uh, make a little money. So there's there's lots of possibilities there. Uh, until then, I like I like Amanda's idea. You want to lay that out for us or watch you on on BYOE oh. up at the restaurants. <laughs> I I love
1: this. Oh, I don't really know that this was my idea. Oh, I think it it was. I just got really excited about it, I think. Um, But anyways, we just kind of thought it'd be fun to do like a little pop-up fundraiser type event type thing at the cafe up there um, and make it a BYOE where you bring your own egg. You bet. Uh, (laughs) And if you don't bring your own egg, then we'll have we would have vendors up there. And surely somebody <laughs> will share with you. Share,
0: yeah. Share <laughs> <Sure>, your eggs. <laughs> but, and
1: then, of course, we do omelets and have all kinds of you bet. Uh, local fruits and, or veggies and stuff. To uh, them
0: maybe a on. souffle or two. There you go. Uh-huh. Yeah. All That's
1: right, well, cool.
0: Amanda, <laughs> thanks so much. We appreciate it. Thank you. So to finish up with our poem this week, I think we'll go to with uh, uh, Wally McCrae. He wrote a a good one, uh, the theology is just a little twisted, but there's a message here. It's called reincarnation. What is reincarnation? I was asked by a cowboy friend. Well, sir, reincarnation starts when your life is at its end. You see, they comb your hair, and they wash your neck, and they clean your fingernails. and They lay you down in this padded box, far from life's travails. Now, the box in you goes in a hole that's dug into the ground, and reincarnation starts when you're buried beneath that mound. You see, the clods melt down just like the box, and you're inside. And now you're just starting on your transformation ride. And over time, the rain will come and fall upon the ground, and then one day on your lonely little grave, some flowers will be found. And then, let's say, a horse walks by and grazes on these flowers that once was you, but now has become a vegetative bower. Now those little flowers the horse done ate with all his other feed become bone and fat and muscle, essential to the steed. But some's consumed he cannot use, and so it passes through. And then it lays there on the ground, this thing that once was you. Let's say that I ride by and I've Gaze upon the ground and I Wander and I ponder on this Object that I found It makes me think of reincarnation Of life and death And such and I ride Away concluding that Partner you ain't changed very Much For the Riverton Local Food Podcast this is Jack Schmidt I'll see you next Week The Fremont Local Food Hub podcast is all about promoting local food and healthy eating. And the Lander Body Works helps their clients continue that healthy lifestyle. Lander Body Works is a fitness studio located at 605 Main Street in Lander. They offer a variety of exercise options, including spin classes, TRX, personal training, and much, much, much more. Follow them on LanderBodyWorks.com and like their Facebook page.
1: This is Fremont County Commissioner Mike Jones and I'm happy to announce that I'm joining the Ten Cast Network. I hope you'll join me on my new podcast, Small Town Forecast. The show will focus on the future of all aspects of small town America, including our communities right here in Fremont County. Whether it's technology, logistics, healthcare, air travel, or many other issues, all aspects of small town America will be impacted differently than large cities. We're trying to answer the question, how do small towns in America thrive in the future? We'll have guests and expertise and insight into trends and issues that will impact rural and small towns. Like 10Cast on Facebook or Twitter and follow podcasts on County 10. The Small Town Forecast is coming soon.